Tonight's episode, The Endangered Species. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. It's going to get loud. show come to you live every weeknight what time is it midnight eastern and we talk about guns for about an hour or something like that so tonight is episode two the second attempt strikes back of trying to guess the name of this puppy which is very easy to name but for some reason we've stumped everyone by not revealing or no one being able to guess the name of this puppy so there's no way to go back and rehash all the incorrect answers, but here he is. You can look at him. You can tell by looking at him what his name is, really. But uh, here's the deal. We've got a special set of rules since it's won the last tactical quiz of the year. What? Yeah, that's how it works out because of the way the Gregorian calendar works. So uh, this is your last opportunity for this year to try to guess the name of 
this animal right here. Now, he is asleep right now. However, I have a secret weapon that will wake him up, and that is called... Secret weapon is this bag of treats that this dog really likes to eat and a little squeaky pig. So we're going to put the squeaky pig with him because it's adorable. Are one of these two secret weapons a clue to his name? I don't know. How would you know? Here he is, a little squeaky pig. He's never actually slept like this, but you know, might be illustrated that way one day. All right, so here's the deal. We have a special set of circumstances. One, because no, everyone has failed to guess the name of this puppy so far. And I've had this puppy since approximately November 11th at about 8 a.m. So if you guess the puppy's name tonight, there's a couple of ways you're going to be able to do this. One, straight up guessing it like regular folks. Typing in, wiggling. You know, you could wiggle your finger on one of these pads. You could have a phone and wiggle the glass part. You could type on these old-fashioned typewriters over here. And then, or like a regular, right? And then you'll win, I guess. But if you win with a super chat, then you will win a special prize. And that'll be whatever the puppy's first patch is, which has not yet been determined. But uh, see, I can just squeak that and he comes back to life. It's as if he's not sleeping. I'm putting my hand here so you don't have to look at any of his business. So uh, if you guess in a super chat the when the what his name is, then you're going to get whatever his first patch is whenever that happens. So like in addition to all the other winnings. But if you super chat and you don't get his name, in other words, you're just super chatting us, you'll definitely be in the running for our Friday end of the year Super Chat thank you. So every Friday at the weekly wrap-up, we do a thank you to all the Super Chats that have come in that month. Well, we're doing that this month because it's December, but we're also going to do a Super Chat thank you for the year. What? Yeah, I know a lot of people just you know, don't even say thanks for the Super Chats. We appreciate them a lot. We barely got through this year with, you know, it's seat of the pants. Literally just got a check today from a deadbeat that finally paid off and might actually make the end of the year not be uh, horrible. But um, yeah, we're going to do an end of the year super chat thank you and uh, December super chat thank you. Oh, Worthwhile Fun is out there. Good evening. Piglet, good guess, but no. He does like his little piggy though. He likes it about, you know, this much, but when the other dog is in here and also wants the little pig toy, boom. All of a sudden, this is the only thing that matters in the whole world for the both of them. And they run all around trying to get this little pig. This is a hand-me-down from their aunt, their aunts. Their aunts are two little baby dachshunds that are very much older than them. And I guess those dachshunds get overly worked up about things also. So when their toys get retired, they went into this drawer. And then this dog has inherited an entire bag or you could say a drawer of toys that made other dogs mad at each other. So now they're going to make these dogs mad at each other. We'll just set that little pig right there next to him. He's about half disinterested in his pig already. You know, thanks for joining us. And uh, 
Okay, so you can guess the name. Feel free to guess all you want. Whenever your person wins, they're going to win some kind of a winnings. I don't know. I guess we'll come up with some kind of a, a prize. Some suggestions for prizes are fine. Um, and then, like I say, if you guess with a super chat and you don't actually guess it, you're going to still be getting a chance for the super chat thank yous at the end of the week and, and at the end of the year, I guess you could say. Uh, but uh, um, I think that was all we were going to do. So what we're going to do, or I thought I was going to do, is try wiggling around in that 3D software, try to come up with another dog picture. Uh, I tried to do that last week, and turns out watching a bunch of tutorials is not the same as actually using the software. So I really sucked at it. So I'm going to try it again. But uh, let's see how it works. It kind of depends on how many guesses we get. If we get a bunch of guesses, then you know hopefully I'll be busy doing that. Um, but it's also Tactical Quiz Wednesday, and, you know, it's not really Tactical Quiz Wednesday. It's Wednesday on the Daily Gun Show, and we do have a purpose for the show. We're up to almost 1,500 episodes. We'll get to 1,500 episodes. If we do that as a live show or if we do that as some other format, we'll be determined. Like I said, we didn't really accomplish goals I wanted to this year, but I'm not going to talk about that tonight. But on Wednesdays, my goal is really to talk about pop culture, to talk about guns in our society, guns in our language. I think that's super critical, super important. And when I say I got goals for this show, it's not, you know, blah, blah, blah. My goals are to actually accomplish some things, to move our conversation along. And one of the ways that we lose is when the other side are able to leverage in awareness, unawareness. I don't know what the word is. When people are not aware of the gun culture, how guns technically work, the other side is able to use that, I'm going to say ignorance, but you know what I mean. I don't mean people are ignorant. I mean, they're not aware of this, of the nuance. They're not aware of the details. They're able to use that against us. Now, we could attempt to lecture everybody, and that doesn't work. So what we can do is bring guns and firearms into our culture correctly, you know, realistically and not exaggerated and not with a freaking agenda behind it like we see in most mainstream media, right? Oh, aardvark? Holy crap, Roy. I tell you what, next time I'm sending you something, I will send you extra stuff because that's actually an excellent, that's the best guess that we've had so far. How can I, I'm a star of that guess. That's an excellent guess. And I'm actually pissed because I probably should have named him that. Aardvark. Aardvark. Hey, Aardvark. See, they never really called him that in the movie, so, but that's an excellent name. I would almost get a whole nother dog. I'm going to call this little pig Aardvark. Uh-oh, that means there's a whole other patch coming, potentially. Can that happen? Uh-oh, it can. It can almost happen. Look at that. Little aardvark could almost be a patch. Anyway, butt steak. I don't know what kind of stuff happens in Nebraska, but you can keep that stuff in Nebraska. Um, anyhow, so I'd really like to talk about culture uh, and language and um, society and society, I don't know what it's called, but you know, we have more than our pulp culture. We have more than our movies and our music and our video games that guns are appropriate or in. Guns are literally in our words, you know, hit the bullseye, you're on the target, you know, hair trigger, all that stuff is in our vernacular, in our language. And they want to get rid of that stuff, right? They want to manipulate language because they understand the power of that. So what I'd like to do on Wednesdays really is uh, 
have more focus on that. So our big goal would be to do this show long format, a couple of hours each night, if not longer. I'll do four hours each night. I don't care if I could do that for a living. I would do that for a living right now. It's borderline. It's a it's a very expensive hobby to do this show. Um, and, you know, I can't do that much longer. Like I say, the credit cards aren't going to hold out forever. So uh, um, whatever. I'm not going to talk about that tonight. But the goal for this show would be to eventually get to uh, – be able to include more than just the tactical quiz on Wednesdays. This case, what I'm getting at. But I do appreciate all the comment or the question or the guesses coming in. Uh, I'll hit some of these. So I'm gonna go back and hit them all just to make sure nothing gets lost here in the mix. Got a bunch of people joining us tonight. G23 was first. Something's going on with his internet up there, so he said he's probably not gonna be commenting too much. Uh, DJ was saying he liked the trailer. The trailer to this video was a book review from John Crumps speaking with giants i think or talking with giants i can't remember what it was called but he made a uh for his niece i believe when uh she was well as she was passing he made a uh book dedicated to her and for a fundraiser i believe and i think that was what it was for and uh essentially took uh written versions of his interviews with people in the second amendment uh, community and uh, made it a, a book uh, through Amazon. And uh, we did a quick review of that and used that for the trailer of today's episode. Uh, let's see though. Um, Woods is about to give up on trying to find a name for this dog and then use one of the many unsanctioned names that really shouldn't be used respectfully for this dog who doesn't even like those names. The dog cries after the show when some of these names are used. So I don't wanna say they're angry, abusive names, but the dog, the, the puppy cries from some of those names. So let's use his actual name. Let's just guess his actual name already. Uh, let's see, which is out there though, G23 DJ Roy, again, awesome guess. So DJ is clarifying. So someone has guessed at least half of the puppy's name in previous episodes, correct? And what does it say? Proper half credit guessing should be granted? No, because I have no idea who it was. And it's too common of a thing. So here's the deal. There's this other dog. Remember the old dog that nobody likes anymore? Marshmallow? Well, I don't call her Marshmallow ever unless she's in trouble. And then when she's in trouble, I call her Marshmallow. Well, guess who's, guess who heard her name being called a bunch of times and is sitting right here. So this old dog that nobody likes anymore? is mellow right except when she's a bad dog come over here when she's a bad dog she gets called marsha mellow right because her full name is marsha mellow well it's actually marshmallow but i call her marsha mellow right so this dude has a similar situation going on i call him one thing but you know he's often bad and when he's bad i go blah 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 like the whole name so yes and i'm not going to give credit because the first half could be very commonly used word. So when someone guessed it, I don't remember what it was, but it was a long time ago. And I actually don't call him his full name ever. So I didn't think of his full name. All right. So then we had guesses like pig dog, which no, quirky pig, no. Uh, I don't like any, it's not, I don't think it's from any kind of a movie. I mean, technically there is a movie where there is a reference to the name of him but it has nothing to do with that movie and it has nothing to do with the dog or nothing. So it's like completely just randomly adjacent. Uh, but no, it has nothing to do with any movie or anything like that. So all this Porky's and Porky Pig and stuff, no cartoon characters, nothing weird like that. Piglet, good guess. 
uh, Fritz. I don't know where that comes from. He kind of looks like a Fritz, but he's Chinese, so I think that would be inappropriate. But steak, like I say, what stays in what happens in Nebraska stays in Nebraska. Oliver, eh, I don't know where that comes from, but no, I hated that kid on Brady Bunch, so I would never name anything Oliver. Uh, let's see, are you referring to national identity? I don't know what that means. Uh, guns and normalization. Oh, you mean as far as the description of what our Wednesday show would like to focus on? I don't think guns are our national identity. I think that uh, back in the day, people like Annie Oakley and I guess Buffalo Bill um, and his Wild West show, which traveled the world, kind of exploiting the stereotype of the West at a time when dime novels, you know, this is before the internet. This There was a time before the internet when everything was black and white and people didn't say stuff yet because audio hadn't been invented. So, uh, you know, everyone went around with these exaggerated stereotypes, exploiting exaggerated stereotypes of the West. Why? Because most of the planet, right, there's a globe, and everybody grew up over in shitty Europe and Africa and Asia and everybody, right, was like getting all pissed and angry and crowded. And then they're like, ah, let's get out of here. And they started creeping around the rest of the oceans or whatever. And they found Central America, people, you know, doing stuff, pyramids and whatnot, Central America pyramids, whatnot, North America, people running around in tribes and a couple of larger villages wailing on each other. Uh, and then you had, well, I don't know what happened in Alaska, probably a lot of maple syrup being made or something. So anyhow, when you had uh, that initial um, uh, growth of the country or whatever, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that one anyway now. So anyway, so with what we're trying to do is talk about the bigger picture and the national identity uh, oh i guess i was saying that when buffalo bill started going around the country the world uh you know the united states uh, a group of uh, individuals that came together and were able to live with individual freedom together with liberty and started to uh, expand with whatever different versions of you know westward expansion and then manifest destiny and then and whatever, you know, all the different names they came up with for it. Uh, that was unique. Uh, the rest of the world really didn't have places to expand at a time when global communication was a thing. So people could talk about it and have it all, you know, in historic times. So as history was actually being recorded and normalized for the first time, the West, the American West was a part of it. And we've been pigeonholed as being you know, individuals. And then later after the wars, you know, we had vehicles and again, the expansion of the West with the highways and stuff, you know, we had a unique situation where you know, we didn't already have crowded towns and landscapes with castles and mountains and hills and rivers and stuff. So as cars were invented, we created uh, infrastructure to deal with those cars and that gave us even more individual freedom. And then that was exaggerated and exploited. So we've always had this as part of our national identity. But uh, yeah, I guess we could talk about it to some extent, but I see it as being something that was unique to us. And yeah, I guess in a way, yeah, I guess I was talking about it that way. I don't think of it too much like that, but I think that that's thrust on us by the rest of the world being jealous and, and envious of our freedom to do that. And obviously we know that people here don't all take advantage of that, right? But they're able to, you know, they got the freedom to. Anyway, so 
as long as it does DJ do. Uh, three syllables in the full name? Hold on. Nope. Wait. Yeah, maybe three. Just as a component. Okay. I only use certified Alaskan made maple syrup. Oh, interesting. Default. They're taking the, uh, the Canadians out of the loop completely. I'll buy Canadian syrup when Bob can have his uh, AR-15 again. All right, well, we've actually lost all um, guesses, so this will be a short and boring show. I'll just start opening up my Blender software, which is what I was going to do anyway. Use this as a bit of an excuse to try to play with the Blender software again. So if you don't know, there's uh, software out there that you can pay for, and then there's software out there that is free. And software you pay for typically has a company with employees um, you know all the different stuff that it would be entailed with a, uh, a company um, kind of structure and infrastructure for sure I'm going to try and click on here and try and talk and type same thing so when a company with all those obligations and necessities to just exist needs to create software they usually charge for the software because they have to pay for all that stuff they're stuck so their software is often good and it's often uh, supported and it's often useful, but uh, it's also often costly or it costs something. So uh, this is free software and the way free software works is it's called open source, which means that a bunch of people collaborated on it and they agreed upon certain you know, systems or structures or formats and different ways to, to create the overall project and, um, oh snap, we got our first, um, our first uh, guess in a super chat from Joe. So thank you. Uh, let's see, so jelly bean is not the answer, but since you did it in a super chat, I'll give you a clue. Notice I'm giving a clue to people who have super chatted. Yeah, that's a thing. It technically could be considered a food. I mean, I guess it is a food, yes, but not jelly bean. Uh, potato head. I think of him more as a mushroom body because of his head. Looks more like, I guess his head looks like an old potato when you leave a potato in the basement for too long and uh, gets all gross and it gets all dried out. He looks like a dried out potato head, sort of. And sometimes on a potato, where if it was sitting in a bag or something and a part of it was out, exposed to the air, like a part of the potato shrinks and gets all gross. That's kind of what it looks like. He's got this normal Idaho potato back here and then a gross wrinkled up dried out potato head. But no. Hot dog sandwich? Well, that would be that would be an error. I wouldn't call him an error. Nope, not Snoopy. Nothing like a regular name of any kind of animal or anything or any kind of dog or cartoon animal or anything like that. I don't think at least. I don't watch every anime, so there might be a whole bunch of anime animals with this name, but no. I don't know. I feel like, I guess we're actually going with that, but no. Uh, hot, his guess was hot dog sandwich. He was not hot dog sandwich. All right, so uh, open source software, like I say, just a bunch of people agree upon a format. Imagine a Initially, a bunch of people created it, but what happens is they they don't hide the, the structure of it. They don't hide the source code, so to speak. And what that means is other people could come along and go, oh, you know what? This is awesome, except that the way this wiggles, you know, it should wiggle this way or whatever. And then they'll go into that source code 
and maybe it's a clever kid or maybe it's an experienced software developer or maybe it's just some whatever who knows but uh that person will then change it and make a an update or something or make an option and then i don't know exactly how it works because i'm not a nerd but uh you know they eventually go hey you know what this was a great addition to it so we'll include that on the next version so right now they're on version something or another you look usually you go to help and then you go to um something in here we'll tell you usually what it is so i don't know what it, is. it doesn't really say usually it'll say something under help save system window so anyway, it'll tell you somewhere, oh, probably on this main splash screen. Oh, here, about Blender. So this is version 3.3.0. So I don't know when it was invented, but this version came out in September. And it's an, it's a accumulation. It's the result of a bunch of different people, usually clever and usually, you know, attempting to help everybody. Uh, it's the result of their efforts. So open source can be very, very interesting. Sometimes it can be kind of lame. And depending on what kind of application you're talking about, sometimes it can be very like nerdy or complicated. If you have a bunch of engineers create something, it's different than having a bunch of artists create something. But often when you have a bunch of artists create something, it's useless because they got no experience or awareness or nothing, right? So they're kind of, they can make something look great, but it doesn't work. And you got all those different versions. However, with this Blender software, man, it's awesome. It is the cat's meow which is not his name, and uh, it's pretty neat. So I've been watching pretty much a lot of tutorials on how to work this stuff, and it's like listening to our list. I guess it's like watching lessons from different guitar coaches or listening to different chefs talk about their recipes or something. Like, they're all using the same kitchen. They're all playing the same guitar, but they ain't making the same music. So watching a bunch of different people work on this software is jaw-droppingly interesting and i need to practice more and for some reason i don't get paid to just sit around practicing this so i have to sneak in sometimes so uh g23 is asking a question and he didn't put it in a super chat however he hosts a live show every saturday where he keeps the community together and he does that you know definitely not for any money there's no possible way he's making money and uh you know he's not doing it for fame or fortune really either but uh, he still puts in the effort the consistent um time every week to keep the community together and that might not seem like a lot in fact a lot of people might discount that or take it for granted but when we need to be united when we need to know what's going on the public square doesn't exist anymore the electronic versions of where we gather you know the the tavern the green something the green dragon tavern or whatever in in electronic version is people who keep community together and often they're doing that at the cost of their channel and at the cost of the ability for their channel to grow because their channel will be buried with huge giant files, you know, four hour long files. If someone opens that and closes it, that's a moment's worth of view time on a four hour long file. I mean, the internet has to make decisions. And if someone is only gonna watch moments of a four hour long file, that channel is gonna get sent to the very bottom of every list. And that's an unfortunate thing that happens when some of us stream live and then get frustrated that our channels don't grow well. So G23 is putting in a tremendous effort at the cost of his own, you know, what he could be doing. And I appreciate that. So because of that, he asked the question, I'll answer it. Is it named after Indian food? 
Uh, no, in fact, I'm actually, I can, I'll give you this. I'm pretty sure nobody in India would even consider eating what he's named after. So that just happened. Snob threw in a super chat for two bucks. Thank you. Truffle. That's a good guess because I keep calling him a mushroom burrito all the time, but I'm, I couldn't afford a truffle burrito. So no. And plus I don't have truffles around here or nothing. Uh, Cracker Jack. Jackie boy. I'm not in trouble. That's actually a pretty good guess. Um, I've eaten a lot of popcorn lately, and I've been wondering how to turn it into Cracker Jacks. Because turns out if you air pop popcorn and use my special powdered salt technique on it, and then wing a handful of peanuts in there, wow, it's amazing. So I've been wondering if there's a way to smear some kind of sugar into my mix and then turn it into a, some some kind of version of Cracker Jack. But uh, then I'd be, I would be reaching into my bowl of popcorn and accidentally grab this thing and eat them. So I probably shouldn't name them after Cracker Jacks. How is cowboy a food? I don't know where DJ's not listening, but no. Plus, cowboy, come on, you can't even ride a horse. Have you seen this dog try to jump up on a horse before? He sucks at it. You basically have to have a ramp leading up to the horse's saddle. And then you got to go, come on, come on, come on, come on, a bunch of times. So, no, he's not really good at cowboy. Uh, PPK, come on. Nah, I'm Frank. No, I'm not uh, interested in that one. He does kind of look like him, I think. However, Frank is super skinny, and if you can, you can't really tell because of the camera takes away ten pounds from this guy. But he's got a big fat belly, so when he sits, he looks like big fat Buddha. Uh, Frank, Frank dog was real skinny, athletic dog. Ham hock, that's a pretty good guess. Very close. Uh, so then we got sugar, butter, and cream. That seems weird. So, no. Oh, you're talking about making the popcorn with all that? I don't want to have any butter around here. So Artisan Tony says bacon. That's interesting. And then we've got Borden Boy. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Is that from the milk or the wait, Borden? Is that a cow? Lingua. Does the dog even have a lingua? Oh yeah, there's a lingua in there. I see it. He's super, he's super uh, tired tonight, so I'm not getting much action out of him. Bean burrito? Well, I've been calling him a mushroom burrito because he definitely is a burrito. If the if a burrito could come to life and wiggle around and snort a bunch of times, this is what would happen. If if you had a big fat giant burrito, and then Four smaller burritos fell onto it and somehow attached to it. And then a rotten potato fell onto the end of that burrito. That's how you would make this version of this dog. Wait, let's get his pig over here in such a way that it's adorable. Borden boy is a sandwich. All right, who's ever heard of a Borden boy sandwich? I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying I've never heard of a Borden boy sandwich. I'm going to look that up. So, I mean, I've heard of a lot of sandwiches before. That's all I'm saying. How do I get this over here? Gordon Boy. No, I don't think so, dude. Uh, so, potato burrito? Hmm. I've eaten potato burritos before, but uh, nope, 
I'd be too scared I might grab them. What if I had a plate of potato burritos sitting right here? I might grab them and eat them. Uh, meathead? Nope. Uh, let's see. So I starred Aardvark. So Aardvark, special point since it is kind of like a tactical quiz. What's Aardvark? Roy knows, so Roy can't win because he's already getting something extra for that one. Does anybody know what Aardvark is referencing to? Is the dog's name food related? Yes, we already covered that. And one portion of the name has already been mentioned. So one portion of the compound name, I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, the longer name. Well, Red Dawn, sure, but more specifically. All right, so getting back to Blender. So Blender is this 3D software, and I can't tell depending on how the screen is working or whatever, but I think you can kind of see the different axis there. So that green line is, let's call it the Y axis. The red line would be the X axis. So, you know, if we we're looking at math or something, that would be like on a chalkboard. However, because it's 3D software, if I move the axis this way, there's also an up and down or a Z axis. So we get these three directions in space in this software. And it starts off with kind of nothing. You can just kind of do whatever you want, which is pretty fun. So as you can see, oh, I guess I don't have my other screen up. If you can look down at this thing, I've got my hand in front of this dog's face and you use a bunch of keyboard commands. So if I do control A over on the software here, or I guess, yeah, shift A, then I bring up this menu and then I can start to create stuff. So I'm gonna create for now a, Oh, icosphere. And this icosphere is just sort of a weird, I don't know, Bucky Master look and geosphere, whatever those things are called. However, I can adjust its characteristics, so to speak. So I am going to add extra lines to make it more refined. So right now you can see how blocky it is. I've just made it you know, way less blocky and even more so with just two clicks. And that gives me a much more smooth sphere. I could also go in here and apply this to it, which I thought would, yeah, see that turns it completely smooth in the render. So this has got a couple of components to it. It's got the mathematical equation that makes up the 3D image, and then it's got the rendered version of that, like the answer to that 3D or to that complicated math would be, in this case, a sphere, just a solid sphere, but a smooth solid sphere. So it's kind of interesting. You get uh, a lot of stuff going on with this software, but in reality, or I guess to break it down, what I can now do is go into a different mode and I can go to that sphere and I can go to a sculpt mode, it's called, and it's now essentially a wad of clay. And I've got these different actions and tools that I can use like draw, draw sharp, uh, pinch, push a thumb into it, inflate, blob, so I can do these different actions. So now I'm creating, it's like if I'm uh, adding bulk to the to a blob of clay here. So if I needed to shape something, I could. I can go in here and use different tools to apply, build up stuff. So if I wanted to make this a different shape, I could just add to it like this. And then some of these are to push in. So it'd be like if I was shoving a finger into the clay or something. I guess I can pick a better one than that. And 
what you end up with is a way to sculpt in this three-dimensional world. And to be honest, I know that it can do this and I've played with this, but I haven't even watched tutorials on this aspect, except to clean up something after you've created something um, with some of the people. They, there's different ways, like I said, different methodologies, different approaches to creating stuff here. So now I'm gonna to go to this one pinch because I think it's probably the most dramatic. But if I go to this one and just start pinching pieces off, I think you can see that it's actually just kind of like digital play. And if I could you know, do stuff better, if I knew the way the tools work a little better, I could explain it. You know, I'm essentially making like a dragon fruit or something here now. And uh, like I said, there's different approaches to it. Uh, and this is one of the things I was hoping to do, but obviously it's not working live in this format. So you just got a little explanation of what Blender can do. Uh, is there a picture of the puppy somewhere? Well, I probably took a couple of pictures of him, but here he is laying here. Be This is a little pig. And then behind that little pig is the puppy. So here, let's bring him up, make him get some work in. Come on, puppy, wake up, wake up. Earn some business, earn some business here. Earn your keep. Nope, he refuses. He's going to fall over. And the problem is I have a cord back here. And just like a magnet, he's attracted to laying on that green cord right there. So I have to now adjust him so that he falls over without falling on the green cord. Okay. He's uh, dead tired. I don't know why. Oh, I can tell you. He has a, uh, a, bag, a bag of toys that he plays with. And um, uh, one of the toys is a Kong, like a hard rubber little toy thing. And you can put food into it. So I did that today, and he's tuckered himself out playing with that Kong because every time he'd fiddle with it, it took him exactly four minutes to figure out that once he started playing with that Kong, he had to be really mean to it. And the meaner he is to it, the more stuff falls out of it. So now he sees that thing when I put it down when it's full, and he just starts being super mean to it and wailing on it. It's pretty funny, and it wore him out. Okay, go back and see some of these. Uh, let's see, Hambone. Oh, I see. No. Uh, Anteater. Uh, no. If you're talking about Aardvark, no. Hamhock. That's actually a pretty good one, but no. Uh, I think he's smaller than a Hamhock. Mochi. Hmm. What is Mochi? That seems too much like a... Uh, uh, I call that an anime name or something, so no. Arthur Aardvark? No. Oh, you're talking about from the movie? So you don't know what artwork is from Red Dawn. Uh, let's see, pork butt. That'd be a pretty good one. Pork butt. Then I have to call him butt all the time. That ain't my style. I wouldn't call my dog that. Arturo? No. I don't know where that one's from, but Arturo. Nope, you need to wake up for that one. Armadillo Slim. Armadillo Slim. That seems like too much to say. Like if he was a poker player, maybe. Wolverine? Yeah, well, that's where Aardvark is from. He's the dude that yells Wolverine. His name is Aardvark. Uh, Mondragon? Come on. Is this anime hour? No. Is there a picture? Yep, here he's right here. And, oh, Mochi is a rice cake. You know what's good on a rice cake? A nice piece of toasted lingua. No, not that. Snubby. Oh, that's a good name for him. Snubby. Oh, look, he kind of likes it. Snubby. 
I wouldn't want to call him Snubby though. Like, what if he got lost? I usually try to come up with a name so that in worst case scenario, you're yelling for your dog. You don't look like some kind of a dingus. So, you know, I'm not going to name them like Tinkerbells or something like that because then I would have to run around yelling, Tinkerbells, Tinkerbells. Uh, Armadillo Slim could be his cowboy action handle. Yeah. He's a little fat, though. Like, see, he's got it. He doesn't look fat from this angle. He doesn't look fat from this angle. However, when he sets up, all of his fatness comes down, and he's got a very big belly. Toby, the uh, host of Cape Gunworks podcast? No. Oh, somebody's getting up. Sleepy Joe? That would be a good name for him. But I know somebody named Joe. One of the people on the team is called Joe, so I'm not going to name it. Uh, it's not a regular name, by the way, so not a person's name or anything. At least I don't think anybody's named that. All right, so going back to move everybody, move right there, little friend, move over there, guy. There we go. So that's usually how I have to uh, get to my keyboard when he's in this kind of mood, because he likes to. For some reason, he likes to have his head right here in this portion of the keyboard because he doesn't get smacked when he puts it there. If he puts his head over here. You know, I start smashing the control key. That can be annoying when I'm working on stuff. So he's figured out if he puts his head here, he's technically bad, but he's not going to get in trouble for it. So uh, right now, that's what he's attempting to do. Draco. I can see where you're going with that one. So Foss is the host of the uh, Mouse Party, which will be happening right after this show. Let's see. Looks like that'll be happening in less than an hour. Clue. Well, there's been at least two clues. Let's go back up and see. So Gunsnob said truffle with a super chat. So you said truffle, and let's see. Truffle is not his name, but I do owe Snob a clue. So we already gave a clue to Joe. Thanks again for that super chat. Uh, jelly bean, and that's where I said the clue is. It is a food, but it's not jelly beans. And then Snob said truffle. Let me think now. I would think... If it isn't a thing, his name and Truffles would go good together. There's a clue, I think. And I don't know if that's already a thing because it's not my style. But it may already be a thing and I just don't even know it. There are definitely two ingredients that would go well together in almost anything. Uh, so are you guessing the name clue? That's a good guess. No. Um, I've been watching CSI episode or series season one back in, I think that's from 2000. Right. And I think back in like maybe 2007 or something, I was watching CSI like on a marathon and I was like, wow, this show is interesting. And I wasn't two a yet. I was just a gun person. So I didn't get offended by shit, but I could already tell even back then that CSI was whack. Like they just had no idea about guns. Look at where they carry their guns, like their holsters and stuff. And that in season one of CSI is buffoonery. It's hilarious how stupid they carry their gun around their guns around every single one of them, not one of them. It's like they intentionally tried to look like assholes the way they carry their guns around. Seriously. So there's parts of it that are hard to watch, but the rest of it is kind of interesting how they do the whole zooming in or looking at the x-ray or going down into a vein or something like, you know, the, the special effects in CSI were pretty interesting. 
So I've been watching CSI, and I could see where Clue would be an interesting name. If I had just got done watching like 14 seasons of CSI, I might have named him Clue or something, right? So let's see. Got Pork Chop. That's a pretty good name, but I don't have. A, I don't. Th I don't think I've ever heard of a name, a dog being named this, but it's possible that there's been a dog being named this before. I didn't intentionally try to pick a name that ain't been used, but I don't necessarily give a shit if somebody else has used the name before. I don't know what this is. Uh, I have no idea what that is. I don't even think there's a way to pronounce L-B-E-R something Rico. So I don't know what that is. Mac A. I don't know what that means. Mac. I don't like Mac. Pork pie? Mm, no. Chocolate? That would have been a good name, actually. Chocolate. Chocolate chip. Chocolate chip. That would have been a good name. Marshmallow chocolate chip. Damn it. I should have named him chocolate chip. You know what? If he was one of them black pugs, I would have named him chocolate chip. Probably. Lamb chop? Mm, no. Can you hear the fireworks? Somebody's shooting off fireworks again. Making my little pissed. Um, Mark Forman Super Thunders out there. Good evening. Uh, Graham, we already went through this one. I think that was Woods's guess. I almost named him Graham Cracker. I almost named him Graham Cracker, but I went back to I'm not going to walk around looking for him going, Graham, come here, Graham. Just didn't seem like something I wanted to have to yell ever. Uh, pasta. Pasta? Oh, pasta. No, I don't like pasta. And plus, this dog has a gluten allergy. He doesn't like glutens. He's low gluten. I don't like giving dogs any kind of glutens. Not high quality enough food for them. So whatever, if there's, if there's dog food ranks like this, and like just giving them raw meat and like bones and stuff like that, and a hard liver, and hard, uh, hard organs, you know, this is the top. And giving them like whatever you can buy at a gas station is down here. And dollar store might be somewhere in there and then you know all that spectrum i can't afford this and i'm not i don't live on a ranch or something so down below that is the fancy foods you buy at like a like a ranch store or like uh wherever they sell hay and horse crap like they got good food always you go down a level and that might be what doctors or veterinarians feed their dogs and they have it the good places where they board dogs and then there's the best store-bought stuff and then so on i try to buy that stuff so i can afford that without going broke and my dogs eat stuff that's mostly protein and not fillers so i try to buy them good food and then that way one i think they happier and then two hopefully they're not going to the vet as much so I'm not super rich but i do try to feed them you know decent food Without going nuts, like I say, I'm not a spaz pant for brand names or anything. All right, so not guilty. I don't know what that means. Ham? Nah, nobody likes ham. Pork belly? Man, that's a good one. Another very good one. Bacon steak? See, I don't know what that's all about. And then, like, I don't even think that's a thing. Maybe in Canada? Is that called a Canadian steak or something? Uh, Snorosaurus, that would have been a good one, actually. Snorolophagus or something. But, uh, nah, see, so having to yell Snorosaurus as I'm looking for him doesn't work for me. 
Bologna. I don't like Bologna. Half the reason I don't eat that stuff is because of Bologna. Spare ribs. That's pretty close. That's a pretty good one. Spare rib. 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 See, I wouldn't be able to say it because I like saying rib. Uh, belly button. Oh, damn. That's a good name. Belly button. Damn. He's got a big, giant belly, too. That's a good name. Belly button. That would have been a decent name. That's a good one. I can't imagine any word that if you're yelling a single word, you won't look weird. Mellow. I can say mellow. Nobody knows what I'm saying. And she hears me. Look, she looked right the fuck over at me. Uh, Oro. I could say Oro really loud and nobody gave a shit when I was saying Oro. And I don't even know if people knew I was yelling for a dog. Um, you can yell also, like Oro, you can yell really loud. Mellow, I can yell really loud. Um, Bruce, you know, you wouldn't be able to yell that really loud. Uh, I just ate some ham. Well, that's good for you. In Canada, they would have said you ate steak or something. They don't, they don't call things the same way. Okay. Snorkel? Hmm. No, I, I've never seen them in the water yet. Hmm. I wonder if this dog would do good in water. Interesting. Pork tenderloin? Hmm. I hated that stuff, but uh, I had to eat a heck of a lot of breaded pork tenderloin. Not because I liked it, but because the other items on the menu were hard organs or rabbits and other things that... Ugh. I don't know if y'all come from Europe or not. Europe is horrible. Or at least what they eat is horrible. Short rib? I like that one too, but no. That's some kind of Chinese food or something. I never... I might have eaten that when I was a little kid. Uh, penguin? I don't know what that means. Brisket? No. Definitely. I've never even eaten a brisket before. I didn't think that was a thing back in the days when I ate that kind of stuff. Uh, MOP Ricky Wrinkle Face? Ermel? No, Emil. Uh, I had family called Emil before, so... And I actually know people with similar names, so now I wouldn't be these now. This is very close to our names, people's names, so we're not using that. Hallelujah. I don't know what that is. Alfredo? Well, that's a good one. That's actually a pretty good name. If he was white, then maybe I'd call him something like that. He kind of seems like a some kind of a pasta dish a little bit. Um, let's see. Pork, since it looks like he's been chasing parked cars. Oh, park. Huh. What was uh, I do know somebody that had a name like that for a Boston one time. Dang it, I can't remember. But then you would go, I remember being a little kid and going, what's that name for? Like, where'd that name come from? And they said, because he ran into a park car. And uh, dang it, I can't remember that name. It wasn't park, though. But yeah, I definitely heard that name or one like that one before. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'll try jamming this up under here. And then what will happen? Will that allow... Need to work on this while everybody's looking at him getting his rubbing and see how he's strategically like he's figured out how to get on the laptop with his eye and sort of part of his ear, right? But not with his mouth really. So he can't really push any buttons this way. And then he doesn't have to move that much when I jam my hand in here so that I, I have to get to these buttons over here. Butternut? That'd been a good one too. I probably should have put butter in there. If there would have been more decent butter names, he might have been like Butterball or Butternut. 
looks like he's recharging from one of the USB ports. Interesting. Don't tell him that because the USB ports right here will probably stick a tongue or an ear or something in there. Whatever the USB thing, which lives right here, you know, because all the USB cards are tiny now, so you have to have these stupid adapters. Whenever that thing's in there, he does like to jam on it. He jams on it. Jams on it. Jam to jam to jams. Macaroon. No, I don't like them. So, no. No, it's not. Uh, there's a clue since we're already an hour into this, and y'all are bad guessers. I'm not saying you're bad guessers. You're just not good at guessing, right? So, it's not any kind of cookie or dessert, unless some people would consider it a dessert, consider his name a dessert. Other people, actually, there are definitely people that would consider his name a component of a dessert. Regular people would not do that, though. T-bone? That'd be a good one, actually. But no, I'd have to have, I think a T-bone would be a bigger dog and some kind of a hound dog. This dog is from China, so... I don't think T-Bone fits in. But it'd be a good dog name. Curry. Oh, snap. That's an interesting one. Curry. Hey, Curry. Curry. And then you call him like, I don't know what his full name would be, though. Uh, smoked ham? No. Ham. Hammy. Ham. Ham bone. You don't like ham. I don't even think you eat ham if I put it on him. Tripe? That's fat or something, right? There's tripe, the gut fat, the fat that's around the guts or something. But no, tripe. Plus, I don't know how that would be two names. Mushu? Oh, that would have been a good one. Mushu. Mushu. Dang, that would have been a good one. Except I'll bet you like 80% of pugs are named Mushu, right? Mushu. What does Mushu mean? That doesn't mean like butt pork or something. Actually, butt would be a good name for him. Whatever the... Chinese symbol for butt dog is. That's what I'll name it. Whipping cream? Whipped cream? Whipped cream. Marshmallow and whipped cream would go gross, though. Buttercream? I don't feel like eating something made out of buttercream, but no. Feta and chowder. What the hell do they eat in for dessert in, in Oklahoma? But no, thank you. I'll pass on dessert. Thanks anyway. We got chowder with feta in it for dessert. Uh, let's see. Miss Wayne is seeing Gizmo. Hmm. When he's jumping around being feisty, I could see a Gizmo. But, you know, the Gizmo, he has to act like that one. What do you call it? Uh, he walks, what are they? I can't think of what they are. Gremlins, right? Except Gizmo was the little furry thing before he was a gremlin. Man, I could see this guy being a gizmo. I could see one of these dogs being a gizmo, but this guy is more of a, you know what this guy's more like? He's like those dogs in Ghostbusters, in the first Ghostbusters, like the one dog who was kind of goofy, you know, the ghost dogs or whatever they are. He's kind of like them. So he's not as much like a gizmo, but I could see one of these dogs definitely being like a gizmo. Like if he was more curious, he's clingy. But if he was like more curious and less clingy, I think you, you could, I could see Gizmo being a perfect name for him. Cool Whip, Whip, Cool Whip. He doesn't like it. Tofu, come on, nobody likes tofu. Tofu, yeah, he thinks that. Mugwai, yeah, that's a good one. No, no, I said it, no, wait, yeah, no, I said it wasn't a dessert, you're right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
definitely not a dessert. Well, no, I said that there are people that would put this ingredient on a dessert. And, you know, some people aren't going to say that's crazy. And some people would go, no, thanks. Oh, cupcake. That's a good one. Cupcake. No, no. Like I said, it's not a dessert. Yeah, the gatekeeper. I don't remember which one. The one that was the dude was the goofier of them dogs. But wasn't that the one that would, like, overrun or get, like, knocked into stuff or knock into cars? Like, he's kind of like that. Asagio. No, that is. Asiago? Oh, I don't know what that is. Cumin? No, wait. He's kind of a spice, I guess, or what would that be? A kind of, but not really. Kevin Bacon? Uh, it's not a name of any people or anything like that. Uh, coconut? That's a good one. Cocoa. Coconut. Cocoa nut would have been a good one, actually. Cheddar? I mean, that does describe something that only some people are going to put on dessert, but I don't, I would never agree with cheddar cheese for dessert. So. Asiago is cheese. Oh, okay. I knew it was something. No. Nutmeg? I don't know. I guess that could be a good name. I don't like nutmeg, so I don't eat nothing with nutmeg in it, I don't think. Well, I guess if there's some kind of cookie with nutmeg in it, I'm not going to not eat it. But, you know what I mean? I don't know. Cinnamon? I think that would also be a good one, but he's not cinnamon. It would have to be a redder dog. I don't think it would be legal to name a dog this color cinnamon. People would be way too confused all the time. It should have been fluff so you could have had marshmallow and fluff. I really thought about if it matches with marshmallow. And here's the thing. Once you know the name and you go, hmm, you'll have to tell me. I think it mixes with marshmallow. Kind of. You know what I mean? Like. I don't think anybody's going to go, oh, no, uh, uh no, I don't want it to be with marshmallow. And at the same time, you're not like, oh, you know what I want? This and marshmallow together. But at the same time, if someone said this and marshmallow, are you taking it or leaving it? You're going to be like, well, I'll take it. Probably. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Basil? Come on. Cracker? See, he almost got named Graham Cracker, but he ain't Graham Cracker. Uh, kraut? Yams. I freaking hate sweet potatoes. See, one of the only things I'll refuse no matter what. If they were like, there's a million bucks, you just got to eat these sweet potatoes. It'd be like, well, I'm going to be poor because I ain't eating them freaking sweet potatoes. I hate them. Strawberry? Yeah. No. If I was a girl and this was a red dog, maybe. Ginger? Nope. That name's been taken by this dog's grandma's 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 grandma. So that dog already existed. Fudge? That would be a good name. Fudge. Fudgy. Fudgesicle. But then everybody would call him Fudge Licker. So I can't, I couldn't name the dog Fudge. Because dogs go around eating, you know, different things like that. Uh, yams, not a sweet potato? Yes, it is. So, wrong. Uh, peppermint? No. That would be a good one, though. But then I would call him Peppermint Patty. He's not good. Brownie? That would be a good one, but he's not a girl. I would only name the brownie a girl one. Because of brownies. You know what I'm saying? He's a boy dog, so. Cub, maybe? Cubby? Yeah, cub? But no, I'm not into that. We're getting close. So here's the deal. I think it's happened long enough now that I can say the name's been mentioned halfway. More than once this evening. Just saying. So half the name, 
more than once, not in a super chat, this evening. I'll spin this around. Maybe they'll, if this thing was spinning, this little weird 3D dragon fruit I made, let me move it down a little bit. This little 3D dragon fruit, does it give people a better idea? Imagine if I was better at this software and instead of making a shitty dragon fruit over there, that was really a 3D version of either that pig or that dog. And then they would be spinning around in space like this. How cool would that have been? All I need to do is have maybe 16 hours of experience with this software and I'll be a master. I don't know how where I'm at now, but I'm guessing I probably need about 16 hours of just fiddling with it and I'll, I'll be able to make anything anybody wants out of 3D. Uh, let's see. Potato is not a potato. Okay. Peking pork. That's interesting. No. Plantain. Hmm. Plantain. I don't want to have to say that to him. Plantain. But that's too much to say. I don't know if that'd be a good name for a dog. Enough. Come on, man. I already said it's not ground cracker. Pig dog fruit. No. Is that a thing? What is pig dog? That's more than one person has said pig dogs. That's some actual thing. Okay, here's the deal. We're at an hour. We literally have less than a half an hour. Usually around 15 minutes, the lawyers start calling me. So at 20 minutes from the bottom of the hour, what'll happen is I'll start getting emails from the various uh, attorneys and uh, copyright enforcement bureaus and then uh, the Corking Institute sends me a fax at about quarter two, or quarter after, I should say. And then, uh, like I say, then I start getting phone calls. So we've got maybe a couple of 20 minutes. And there's certain people that have said they're not even going to pay attention to this dog anymore. They don't know at the end of this show what this dog's name is. So let's go over the rules again. One, if you guess this dog's name, then you win some sort of a prize tonight. It may be something from, let's just say it's a $20 gift certificate at the gear website store. That way you can get what you want over there. If you guess the dog's name in a super chat, then whenever this dog actually gets a patch made, you'll get one of them patches or the first one, depending on how it's made. Then... If you super chat and don't win, like two people have already done tonight, you'll definitely have a run or you'll have a slot in the weekly super chat thank you that we do on Fridays during this show. But also, this is the end of the year, so you're going to get a slot in the end of the year super chat thank you. Uh, not a thing. Okay. Spearmint? I don't know. Pretty good. Poo poo platter. Come on, man. Who's going to name their dog Poo Poo? Poo Poo. Poo Poo. Do you run around saying Poo Poo? No. Pork dumpling? Then I'd have to call him Dumpling, I guess. Dumpling. Dumpling. If I was a girl, I might name a dog Dumpling, but I'm not going to rock around saying Dumpling. I've got, I've got uh, values. Uh, honey ham? That's not a thing down here. I've never heard of that before. Is that an, or is that an Oklahoma thing? I'll spin this weird dragon fruit around again. So I'm just saying, there's a couple of things that have been going on tonight where people have been trying to guess the name of this dog. I don't even know. This is like the third or fourth attempt at this. How many dog names can there be? A half a dozen? 
16. And for some reason, everybody's guessing names that aren't his name. It's going to be super obvious. I've already said that he's got a two-name name, just like a marshmallow is a two-name name. I call her Mellow all the time, but her real name is Marshmallow. He's got a two-name name. Half of the name has already been said tonight twice. Twice tonight. Half of the name. Here's his name. Something, something. This part has already been said. The first part has already been said over and over and over. Twice tonight. All right. So Foss has dropped in a clue question as a super chat. So I'm going to answer the question. However, you should have at least guessed also what could he have lost? He already paid five bucks. So appreciate the five bucks. Unlike a lot of people that just go, oh, so-and-so said whatever. I'm going to say thank you very much for that five bucks. I am not making any money. I am definitely ending this year down, eating into credit cards again. So that five bucks is definitely appreciated. Uh, what is the first letter? Here's the deal. The first letter of both names is the same. It's the same letter for the first word and the second word of this dog's name. And if you can't come up with it, I might say what the letter is, but I feel like if I said the letter, it might be too easy. The letter is in the first half of the alphabet. So peanut butter, that's a super good name or a super good guess. I would definitely name a dog peanut butter. This dog looks like peanut butter. Peanut butter would work with marshmallow. I like eating peanut butter a lot. I probably should have named it peanut butter, honestly. Peanut butter, peanut. This peanut would have worked. Butter would have worked. That's actually an excellent name for a dog. So not only did What's-His-Face invent the perfect food. What was that guy's name? Oh, man, it's a tip of my tongue. Anyway, the guy who invented peanut butter, not only did he invent the perfect food, but he may have invented the best dog name. I've never used peanut butter. I probably will name dog peanut butter at some point. And I could definitely see naming a pug peanut butter. So if I had to some reason for like some kind of a uh, legal reason had to change his name, it would probably be peanut butter. Dragon fruit? Oh, good guess. Because I'm making a dragon fruit. That was mainly because I was just pulling these things out and it kind of looks like a dragon fruit. But no, that would be an interesting name though. Dragon fruit. I don't know. I think it would have to be a different kind of dog. Maybe like a chihuahua or something could be a dragon fruit. Pork rind? That's a really good guess too. I wouldn't name a dog pork rind, but I could see a dog being named pork rind. Pork rind. I mean, you call them pork all the time, I guess. That'd be kind of weird, but peanut butter in there a bunch of times cream cheese nope ham hock nope pork pig nope cocoa crispy hmm cocoa crispy that would be a pretty good name but no butterbean also probably a good name no carver come on oh george washington carver thank you very much yeah the dude that invented the uh peanut butter all right well Prickly pear, nutter butter, and the winner, bam, I call this dog bacon bit. There you go. So we now have a winner, and I call him bit all the time. Bit. See? Boom. He knows his name already. I know he's bad. I go, bacon bit. See? He knows his name. There. Everybody's done. So Roy wins $25 gift certificate over at the store. 
Thank you very much. And because of uh, where was it? Oh, I started uh, because of Aardvark, I'm going to be sending you double or the extra thing. So thank you very much, man. Appreciate that. So there you go. His name is Fake Bit. I call him Bit all the time. So now I can not not call him his name in front of people. But I wanted to have fun with it. So uh, hopefully that was funner than the other chats that do a weekly live uh, trivia contest. Yeah, I had bacon. I said bacon was all over the place. Everybody said bacon. So I would say, yeah, bacon, you know, whatever. But then I kept moving because you didn't say the whole name. So uh, I figured Woods would approve. Look at how it had a pig right here. See, I had clues all over the place. This is a thing that has many bits and bites on it. So that was another clue. I had a dragon fruit in the background, which isn't a clue really, but it's made up of, oh snap, I'm smashing into my dragon fruit. It's made up of many bits on a hard drive somewhere. Uh, let's see, does dog bot bite or, yeah, see then you got the whole bit part like he bit me because he tries biting me all the time. See what, I should still do this. This is gonna be hilarious. Oops, let me get rid of that. And then move this down a little bit. And then I, when he yawns or something, I go like this and then I go bit bit me. It's hilarious. It bit me. See? All right. Well, here's the deal. This show's over. I didn't get, uh, yet again, I didn't somehow just through osmosis by watching a bunch of tutorials and, and other people's videos learn how to work this software. I didn't know how to make a goofy looking dragon fruit kind of effortlessly. But eventually, instead of being a weird dragon fruit over here, it'll be a three dimensional version of this little dog. And maybe his little pig friend, since he really likes his little pig friend. You know what would be cool? Making a little pig friend for him that is made out of Kong, so I could put bacon or little bits of food in it. Because he really likes wailing on uh, that Kong. There's going to be some video of him wailing on the Kong, because it's precious. Uh, let's see. Roy dropped the super chat. Thank you very much. I don't know what that super sticker is. i got to go look at it, because YouTube doesn't show me nothing. Or, I mean, StreamYard doesn't show you. Um, for the sticker to show up. Usually they're avocados. I'm wondering if it's some sort of uh, big one. Nope, it's an avocado. Right on. So, um, we had a poll going over here. Oh, I guess I'm not showing you the thing. I'll show it over here. When we had a poll going back here behind the puppy, uh, will the puppy's name be guessed tonight? 7% said yes, and I will guess it was a super chat. Well, those 7% were not technically correct, I guess. 7% um, said yes, I know what it is, and I will win. And then 73 said yes, but I don't know it yet. And they were all right. 73% of you are 100% right 100% of the time. Uh, and then it says 12% said, no, I hate puppies and names. Those people love Nancy Pelosi and working for the ATF because they're a bunch of narcs. So we always put one in there to help weed out the narcs. 
there that's what we did this time so boom that happened this is the puppy sleeping behind the puppy and what will happen is because of the magic of the internet pull that sticker real quick we'll get yet another puppy poking up over here and then we'll have infinite puppies sleeping with infinite pigs next to them you're welcome so let's let that happen let me actually click on the thing that needs to click and I can probably, oh no, I can't. I was gonna say I could probably spin a dragon fruit while it's happening. I can't spin the dragon fruit, but I can create a situation where multiple puppies show up behind each other for infinity. Gizzard asked if we guessed the name yet. Oh, you had a perfect opportunity to make them suffer and make Gizzard guess. But G23 said yes, dog's name was guessed by Roy earlier right here at approximately 11.07 on December, whatever this is, Roy figured out after many, many guesses, dozens and dozens of guesses, that this little dog is named Bacon Bit. I figured yelling bit is easy and nobody knows what I'm saying and begins way or whatever. Uh, it kind of sounds like sit, so he would just hopefully sit down. He does sit really good, yeah, so far. All right, so with that, I guess we'll wrap it up. Again, thanks everybody for uh, participating in the tactical quiz, not just today, but into our, throughout the year. Uh, this will be the last of season two of our tactical quiz. Um, you know, it'll be season three starting soon. I don't know if we'll skip a week or not, kind of depends on some couple other things here coming up. And, uh, I'm interested in kind of playing with the show a little bit, seeing as we've gone a whole year with another season uh, and we're doing, you know, what we're doing with the different quiz each week. It was interesting, but it was certainly um, a lot of work. Like, and I don't know if the payoff was worth it or not kind of thing. So uh, see, looking for feedback on that for sure. And, uh, any ideas or um, suggestions would be appreciated as well. Gunmail guy throwing in another super chat, a pup tip for his hard work sleeping. Right on, thank you for that. And again, we do a super chat thank you on Saturday, or excuse me, on Friday nights. So uh, we'll be doing, uh, everybody that super chatted tonight is of course in on that. I think there was 13, so with the, no, 13, 14, 15, I think, because there was two the other day during our uh, SHOT Show chat. So I think was that five more tonight? So it was pretty decent odds. And again, thanks to the people the Super Chat. It is much appreciated. Uh, it adds up to, it goes into the YouTube pile and uh, for me at least, I think for everybody, but at least on my cycle or whatever, the way YouTube works with my account, somewhere around the 20th of the month that will get paid out. So that'll be added to next month's pile. And it really does add up, so I do appreciate it. Uh, it's keeping bills getting paid, and uh, oops, and uh, in this case, paying for food to go into the belly of this little dog, named Bacon Bit because it turns out he likes eating bacon bits, and he's tiny, he's little. Now I don't know. Do you think bacon bits and marshmallow go together in any way, shape, or form? I do think. There was a couple of names in here. Peanut butter was probably a better name for him, but I didn't think of it. 
um, chocolate chip. I really thought about it, but I, you know, like a darker colored dog would be better. He doesn't look like a chocolate chip in any way, shape, or form. Um, oh, and then graham cracker was definitely in the running. I really thought about naming a graham cracker because of marshmallow, but went with bacon bit. Plus, everybody around who's real in real life likes them. So, uh, yeah, everybody likes bacon bits. Exactly. Well, here's the problem. Some people hate bacon bits because there's gross bacon bits. Those tea textured vegetable protein bacon bits that are gross. He ain't one of those. Don't even listen to that. He's a real bacon bit. Like you take a real piece of bacon and chop it up uh, and make it into bacon bits. Or alternatively, take a real piece of bacon and cook it and then crumble it into smaller pieces. And that he's that kind of bacon bit. The kind of bacon bit that still has grease on it. That was just made by a grandma or a professional chef. Still warm, a little bit crunchy, a little bit chewy, and it's all salty, 100% salty. Yeah, exactly. So not one of them fake ones. He's the real McCoy bacon bit, exactly. All right, well, everybody uh, can now, uh, with a sense of pride and satisfaction, head over to The Overnight, which is hosted by our friend Foss, who was in here, super chatting it up earlier. Uh, distributing the capitalist resources throughout the uh, capitalist uh, social media platform into our socialist, or I mean, what am I saying? On our capitalist social media platform into our capitalist bank on this end. So thank you for those capitalist resources, my friend. And uh, his show uh, will be starting here in approximately 12 minutes. Uh, you'll have just enough time to take a little animal outside and do its business. Do some sniffing and then leisurely walk back in, get comfortable, and listen to the uh, mouse show that'll be happening. For the people that reset the planet, clean everything, build everything, drive everything around, put it in place so that the people in the morning can wake up and not appreciate any of it, take it all for granted. So you, the people that are up in the middle of the night, are the reason we're up in the middle of the night because we appreciate these audiences, the real-life audiences that... Uh, Make the world go around, really. Do all the stuff when everybody else is sleeping. All right. Well, with that, we're ending it. I'll put a up a... Oh, guess what? The other thing is, see, it says at the bottom of the screen here, our Patreons make our projects like these possible. Thank you. And then it says patreon.com. So, again, we really appreciate the people that subscribe to what we do. Most people grab us a cup of coffee each month, meaning like five bucks or less. And then some people buy us lunch, like $25 or so. That adds up, and it literally lets us do what we're doing. But did you see that part? It said, hashtag tactical quiz for a chance to win a patch. Guess what? We got patches out there that I can't even sell, but I can give them away. If anybody were to hashtag, but guess what? Oh, shit. There's three entries. So three people seen that and subtly put it in there before anybody else could do it. Now I'm sitting here wiggling a pig. I'm squeaking a pig in front of a bacon bit, and nobody's typing in hashtag tactical quiz. Oh, gunmetal guy. Well played. Well played. Getting in on... Look at This little pig is looking at your thing down there. Is that actually happening? I don't actually know. I think that's what you're seeing. The little pig looking at gunmetal guy. Kind of looks like he's humping on gunmetal guy, but he's actually just farting out. Uh, there's Ron Wayne also putting in there. Now this pig is definitely farting out. 
Come on, pig. That's gross. What are you doing, pig? I'll put him back over here. Keep your pig. Your pig's being gross. There's Gizzard getting in on it. There you go. If you're not getting farted on, you have too much. The pig has too much respect for that chicken. So uh, I don't know if it got pecked before or what, but it ain't farting on that chicken. So uh, I don't know. How long should we go here? We got uh, we got a dilemma because if we go too long, we're going to run into the boss attorneys. If we go short, then everybody who's trying to participate, we've got dozens of people listening to this. <laughs> I ain't saying that one out loud. So uh, we got six people in on this. All you got to do is type in a hashtag and then word tactical quiz, just like what it says on the screen right there. That's how you get in on it. See, a lot of people, they'll put their own hashtag in there. So they're in on it. I don't get in on it. So I never type my own hashtag in there. So these seven people ain't our account. It ain't us. Joe got in on there. Uh, so this will be for a patch. Let's just say it's for a patch that I can't sell, right? A patch that can't even be described, but it'll be a patch that no one else will be able to offer you. It'll be a patch that may or may not be horizontal on the screen at the moment. So a patch that cannot be sold, will not be sold. Seven people are in on it. I will squeeze this pig seven times, and that's how much time you got to get in on it. That's one, two. What's happened is the pig squeaker has shifted, so I have to get it back to where it's in his guts. Oh, what happened? Oh, now it's literally in his belly. All right, so we're going to do seven squeaks, and then we're clicking the button again. Okay, that was seven, and that also annoyed the dog a lot. So click and draw. Who will win the additional patch that can only be described visually? Joe, the last one to enter. Now, I have no idea if I've got your name, or I mean, I know you got your name, I guess, but I don't know if I've got your address anyplace. Boss, much too late, much too late. Way after we already put the thing, but thanks for, anyway um for participating so uh our email is uh you could use gearwebsites at gmail.com and uh, let me know a good address to send that to and we'll get that patch out to you thanks for participating in our uh what do you call this thing i don't know what to call it like a hashtag deal at the end of the show here uh at the end of the show you will be recommended to head over to the mouse party Tell you what, there is nothing better on Wednesday evenings in the middle of the night to hang out and have real conversations with real people than the mouse party. All right, hopefully everybody had a good time. I'll quit saying goodbye. I will run a commercial for our gear website store, which in addition to those Patreons are the people that make it possible for us to do what we do. So we got cool stuff over there. We 3D print things. We publish books. We have a bunch of different posters. Pretty much everything that we've done, we do live uh, in workshops and then uh, we create the stuff so that people see how the software works so that we talk about the content or whatever it is but then we end up with things that might work on a, a gun shop wall at the uh, wall in like a ccw training class or something 
uh, you know, place things that are people that are looking for art or information that's firearms related that isn't your typical, you know, here's gun safety or here's how to you know, check the muzzle or something. It's just, you know, it's less boring and more interesting. And then, uh, of course, patches, patches, decals, stickers, things like that, things that let other gun owners know you're a gun owner without necessarily rubbing it in everybody else's faces in a very obvious way. We like to have some fun, like to be subtle, and like to have stuff continue over there. So again, thanks everybody for joining us live. We'll have a link to the gear website store. And we'll be back tomorrow talking about travel and training. We might even be talking about uh, SHOT Show. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at Gearwebsites.com. Tonight's episode, The Ripoff. So let us know what you think. We'll be watching the comments wherever you find the video over on GunStreamer.com or on GunTube.org. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourages you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching GunWebsites.com.